time is so valuable. Your time and attention is the only resource that you have that you can't get back more of. Money you can always make more of, but really focus on conserving your time and being more efficient as opposed to productive, which I think is totally. where we're moving towards. Grow your cleaning business. Make more money. Have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit Cleaners, where you are in the house learning from the top 1% of cleaning business owners. You're in the right place, and we're ready to get started today, are we not, Brandon? Let's do it. You guys excited? I'm sure this one's going to be exciting. This like is going to be always going to be exciting. Today, we're going to be talking about some really exciting stuff, productivity versus efficiency. What are the differences there? And really all of this to help you get time and energy back so you can grasp this in all the different areas of your business. But really, it's exciting stuff, guys. So let's dive into productivity versus efficiency and totally. Parkinson's law. We're going to talk about Parkinson's law too. Oh yeah, man. That's going to be part of it. You guys can learn about Parkinson's law. Don't fret. Yeah. But before we do that, let's do some quick housekeeping. As always, subscribe leave a review pretty please that's the price of admission is that's what, what mr shane's written here that's right i mean we're not charging you guys for tickets to come to these podcasts we're i feel like we're giving out some awesome content here so if you guys are inspired if you've got a new idea if it's changing the way you're thinking helping you set new goals whatever it is share it out but also subscribe and leave that review that would be awesome that would help us out so much speaking of reviews we've been reading you a couple at the beginning of the last few episodes and i think it's fun so we're going to keep doing it yeah so this one from merrick zimslaus Hope I got that right. Great resource to pivot during this pandemic. The Brandons have revealed a genuine pearl in helping people jumpstart their cleaning business, especially now in this COVID situations. Thanks, Merrick. We've got all kinds of COVID things that we've talked about in the past, and I'm sure we'll have more in the future because we're still in the middle of it and there's no vaccine. It's not going away, but I'm glad that you're finding it helpful. Awesome. We got another five star. By the way, these are all five stars. Veronica, Sam, thank you so much. She says, whoa, what a podcast. This is so cool. When I found out that Sandia's Shane and Condry were on this, I began listening and it is exceptional. I mean, no one will prevent me from listening excessively to this. So I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Veronica. I mean, she specifically mentioned Sandia's Shane and Condry. So I feel like she must know us locally, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> And then another one from Mark634, my favorite podcast. I anticipate each release. This podcast is the best. Thanks, Mark. I anticipate yeah. all these reviews. They're so awesome. I love being someone's favorite podcast. We've had a few of those, and I'm really grateful and happy to hear that we're actually on your list. So yeah, guys, so let's dive into productivity versus efficiency. We've got a lot to cover today, a lot of fun stuff, but really... Let's do it. Yeah. We're just going to talk about one chunk at a time, and we'll wrap it all up at the end. There you go. So... We'll start with productivity. So let's define productivity. Yeah. Productivity, strictly speaking, is an economics term. It's commonly used in manufacturing. So this factory made one unit per hour, and then we tweaked some stuff, and they made 1.5 units per hour. So the productivity went up. Right. And you'll see economists reference productivity as well like productivity from the 1970s has gone up a lot but wages have stayed flat that's a lot of people's argument for why minimum wage should be increased across the board right. so that's not what we're strictly talking about it is we're talking about it in the sense of how is your cleaning business going to be more productive or how are you going to be personally more productive around the office so productivity is getting more done in the same amount of time right so you're a manager, you have an office, you have to respond to a certain number of emails or pay a bunch of bills. And if you can do it faster mm -hmm. and still with the same quality, 
then you became more productive. Right. Yeah. And I think we kind of get in this trap because it sounds so sexy. It's like, oh, how can we be more productive? And I think both of us have experienced this in the past. Just Holy man, like there's if, so many things to be productive yeah, if, with, right? If any of you listening have gone down the entrepreneurial like rabbit hole, you will have done the same stuff that I'm about to tell you. And I know Brandon has also. Mm-hmm. So you start reading books. You're listening to podcasts about business things, mm-hmm. getting into it, and then you're like, cool, I need to be more productive. Like, what can I do to be more productive? Because I want to have all these life goals. This was kind of back when I had a full-time job and I was trying to like do the side hustle thing. Like, how can I just do it all faster, faster, faster? And so I had done all kinds of wacky stuff. So you start with like reading the 80-20 principle, which is great. And the 80-20 principle is effective all over the place. But then you try to 80-20 your side hustle. It doesn't work. Like when it's on, 80-20 is great for bigger scale stuff but smaller things like you it's more of a macro thing and not a micro thing right so okay you're gonna read that book great did it next i was like okay i'm gonna get one of these journals there are oh, so a many. bunch of them all over the place and i think i started with john lee dumas's right uh, entrepreneur on fire mm-hmm. he has a journal called mm-hmm. the freedom journal right. and that was the first one i bought i liked it because it looked like a bible it has gilded edges and fancy script <laughs> and stuff that. yeah and so i bought that one and i used it And it was okay for a while, but I just didn't keep up with it. And so in my mind, it was like, all right, this is not the right product. I have to keep hunting Mm -hmm. for a better product. And so I think I went through three or four of these journals. I found one finally from Michael Hilton that I used the most consistently out of any of them. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it's called at the moment. But if you (laughs) look up Michael Hilton productivity journal, it will come up. All the journals basically share the same sort of common Mm -hmm. threads. And so you're going to plan out your day. There's a little journaling part. I'm going to talk about, sometimes it'll prompt you, like, what are you grateful for? What are you happy for? This is just kind of get you in the mindset of, like, I'm working, I'm going to do stuff. And it's like, cool, all right, you're in the mindset. Now, what are you going to do today? Like, what are your top three goals? And some of them involve, mm-hmm. this is my vision for the year laid out in the front, and I'm working on part A. And so today, it's all about chunking it down into smaller bits and pieces, which is great advice. Like, you're going to take a big mm-hmm. project, it's super overwhelming, make it smaller, like, Do the first part and then do that and do that. And it's just so like you don't get overwhelmed with how big the scope of something is. Mm -hmm. And again, those worked. But what I found with the journals is that if something went off course in my personal life, like my kid's sick, I didn't sleep last night, Mm -hmm. something like that. If I got behind a couple days, now it was just like, there's just this insurmountable, like I'm so behind. Like, how do I get back on track with this thing? And so I gave up on the journals too. And honestly, what I do now is I have a moleskin that's blank, and mm. when I use it, I use it. And when I don't, I don't, and then mm-hmm. I don't feel guilty about it. I'm not yeah. following someone else's formula that they designed that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to fit into. Like, those work great for those people, yeah. and I'm glad that people get value out of it, but like it just I could never find one that worked. And so I was just constantly tweaking stuff like, yeah. all the time. Yeah, and I, I've done a lot of those too, man. I think, like just like you were saying, a lot of entrepreneurs go through that because we're always trying to be more efficient, right? We're always trying to optimize things. We're always trying to get more done, work smarter, not harder, that kind of stuff. So I actually have kind of gotten into that more recently too. In the last couple of years, I have a blank journal and I'll usually just list out like my top three wins I want for the day or my top five wins, whatever I can, but I keep it small. But but yeah, man, so we're that's like the productivity concept. It's like, how do you get more done in that same amount of time kind of yeah. thing, right? So you said work harder, not smarter. That's what everyone, everyone knows that phrase. Right. Productivity in my mind is just the first part. It's the work mm-hmm. harder part. So like the phrase is work smarter, not harder. Productivity is the opposite of that. It is just working harder. Mm-hmm. It's do more 
in less amount of time, do more in less amount of time. Right. And if you transpose that to the cleaning business and you're trying to push that onto the cleaning company, it's like, okay, I know that you guys were doing four houses a day before, but now I'm going to need you to do six in the same amount of time. (laughs) And unless you you tweak some other system, that means they're going to be cutting corners, missing things, complaints go up or worse. They don't hit it on the time thing. And now they're working 10 hour days and really pissed at you and everyone's going to be burnt out. So, that's productivity. So like yeah. it's a double-edged sword. It's good to do more stuff if you can tweak it, but it's also going to be like, well, just now you're just frantic. You just have to run around the office doing stuff all day long to keep up your productivity. And it's okay to not be productive. It's okay <laughs> to like take a break and, you know what, instead of trying to respond to 800 emails today, we're just going to sit at this whiteboard and just have like a brainstorming session. Brainstorming yeah. sessions are not productive at all. Like you are not producing anything, but it's cool to do. Like it's, we're going to work on the vision or the bigger something or some other side project. It's okay to do that. So you don't feel like you have to be just like rushing, rushing, rushing the whole time. Right. And so the flip side of that is from being productive is this other word that we don't talk about as much, but I want to definitely start talking about it more and and incorporating it. And we're going in through this whole process right now of streamlining our business and making it more efficient, which is, which is the other word we want to talk about. And that is, yeah, efficiency. And that is really like doing more and getting more outputs with less. Right. So the definition of efficiency as we're talking about it is getting more output from the same amount of input or less inputs even which is resources or less inputs yes like you're gonna let's go back to the cleaning example we're gonna clean four houses a day we actually did this for the longest time we did four houses a day Mm -hmm. and then we made a jump which made the company way more profitable like overnight and we went from four to five houses a day in the same amount of time right how did we do that we didn't force them to skip stuff we made it more efficient Mm. and the way that we did it was we made cleaning teams only stay within certain neighborhoods. So instead of driving across town 20, 30 minutes, we're talking about five minutes across the street in Mm -hmm. the same neighborhood. And so that was just kind of a, let's go look at all of our customers on a map and see where they fall and then tell them that they're getting a new team. And, you know, customers may be upset about that, but like, look, they've all got the same training. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Right. And so that's, that was efficiency. So we're using the same tools, team, resources, area. We just rearranged how they drive in between point A and point B. Yeah. And I love that. So it's like when you think about efficiency, it's all resource utilization, doing more and getting more outputs, more results with less inputs. And that's, it's really the question. How do we get the most for the least? And it's, it's a beautiful thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And this is something that people will focus on a lot more. So like big companies are doing this. Amazon is huge into this. Like the most efficient use of an Amazon, you know, fillers time, like someone who's packing the boxes in a warehouse is that they just stay at the station and the boxes come to them. And the way that Amazon does that is they have these robots that drive all over the warehouse and go pick up Mm-hmm. the thing from the shelf and bring it to the person to grab and put in the box. Right. And so Amazon could be determined to be like an evil corporation, depending on your opinion. And they're forcing people to package a package every 17 seconds or something ridiculous like that. But the point is mm-hmm. Jeff Bezos is very efficient and he's now the world's richest man by like a huge margin. Right. So he did that with efficiency. That mm-hmm. was the original conception of Amazon was that a bookstore is inefficient to ship this stuff all over the place, store it so no one's going to come look at it on the shelf maybe once in a while. Right. Instead, put it all online. People can search for it. We'll send it to you when it's needed. And then we didn't have to pay for a retail space. Boom. Efficiency. Boom. I love it, man. Yeah. So yeah, instead of thinking about how we could do more in a given 
hour or a day or a week or a month, which is all about productivity, we're actually wanting guys to think about how we can be doing less, but getting more results out of it, which is kind of a crazy thought, but it's real. And that's all the work smart, not harder type mentality, right? So sure. removing some of the resources, removing the waste, some of the things that you're doing that maybe you don't even realize are wasting time in your day, making things more efficient and trimming those processes or adding, you know, districting your teams so they can drive around yeah. shorter amounts of time, things like that. So this is a great segue into this book that I want to recommend to you guys. And we'll put a link for it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. It's called 15 Secret Successful People Know About Time Management by Kevin Cruz. It is a really long title, but it's a good book. <laughs> And so one of the particular points, I highly recommend everyone read it in general. It's very helpful. But this is definitely one that I picked up when I was trying to do the productivity side hustle thing. And so one of the things that I remember specifically was this sort of touch it once mentality. So to be more efficient around the office, if you pick something up to try and figure out what it is... Like, for instance, I'm terrible at this. I'm still terrible at this. I'm not trying to tell you guys that I'm perfect, but like my desk right now is just covered in papers, which is normally how it looks. But every now and then I'll get fed up with it and go through the pile. So when you pick up the piece of paper, you're going to try and touch it once. Instead of touching this, be like, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to put it in this other pile. If the thing, the task is going to take you less than five minutes to do, just do it right there. Like if it's paying a bill, like writing a check and stuffing it in an envelope, that takes 90 seconds. Just do it. If it's going to be like, we need you to reply to this and give us some information, Okay, cool. Then if it's going to take more than five minutes, what you do with it is stick it on your calendar so you don't forget and then put it in the pile that says this stuff's on my calendar. So I've tried to pick this up at home too. Like one of my issues when I'm doing a home improvement project is that I spent half my time looking for tools because I picked <laughs> up the screwdriver and I put it somewhere over there and then I didn't put it back. So in the touch it once mentality, like I got the screwdriver, I did the screw, I'm going to go put it back where it goes. So the next time I need it, I can find it instead of trying to touch the screwdriver a hundred times and moving it around my workbench. So we'll put a link to that. There's a bunch of good tips in that book, but that's just a quick efficiency hack, if you will, is to touch it once. Got it, man. Also, are we gonna are we ready to get into Parkinson's law? Or? Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, this is kind of part of the flip side of productivity and efficiency. Yeah, so I'll just tell you guys the definition because I actually learned this just this year. I didn't know what Parkinson's law was, but we were going through, I wanna say it was Profit First with Mike Michalowicz, which was all about saving more money. Mm -hmm. and how to save more money in your business. And now we're going through clockwork, which is how to save more time in your business. But both of them, Parkinson's law applies to both. And it states the amount of time we give to something, a task, whatever it is, will expand or contract with the amount of time that we give it. So one way to think about efficiency and being more efficient is actually giving something less time for you to do within whatever you're doing because the task will expand or contract with the amount of time that we give it. Kind of like a visual you might think of is the toothpaste. When you have a toothpaste and totally full, you're going to use more of that toothpaste, right? Because there's more of it and you're just like, ah, there's a bunch of toothpaste. But when it gets down to the very end of that toothpaste and it's all, you know, smashed up and you have like just a bit left in there, then you're going to be more conservative with that toothpaste because you're like just squeezing out a little right. bit of time and you're, and it's the same with money. It's the same with time. It's, it's, you sure. know, that's how the Parkinson law works. Yeah. So, so, you know, Parkinson's has some limits there. Like, you know, the examples are, okay, Hey, office manager or office assistant or VA, I need you to come up with a copy of the flyer that we're going to put out. And I need it by the end of the day. If I didn't specify anything mm -hmm. then like cool i'm gonna spend the next eight hours making this like the best copy i've ever done but had i gone back to them knowing that the copy is not that complicated it's a one-page thing or it's a door hanger or something mm -hmm. hey va i need this door hanger copy back or a first draft of it back in two hours yeah so they'll get it done this is the 80 20 thing too like they'll it'll be 80 percent of what the all day one would have been mm -hmm. and you can put the final tweaks on it at the end so 
you got to be specific about how much time you're going to allot to right. a task for right. yourself and for other people. But you have to be realistic. Like yeah. Elon Musk can't call up Tesla and be like, hey, guys, I know it takes us a day to make this car, but I want you to do it in 30 minutes because of Parkinson's law. Like you can't you just got to do it in 30 minutes. Right. There's just no way it's going to happen. Like there are certain limitations to it, especially on the manufacturing side. You know, be realistic. Like if I need you to, hey, assistant, come organize my desk and tell me what's in all these piles of paper and do it in the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Like that's impossible. <laughs> I'll give you a couple hours for this. There's a lot of stuff back here. But it is, if you start noticing it, if you've been telling people, mm-hmm. I need this sometime this week, they might spend several days like yeah. working on this task and like refining and doing drafts and going over and over and over again. But yeah. really the problem was you didn't tell them like, I just need you to get me a version of it and we'll go over it together. Do it on Wednesday and you spend three hours doing it, whatever right. it is. Yeah. So really getting back to the Parkinson's law is just, it's stating that task will expand or contract with the amount of time we give it. So yeah, if you're, even for your own things that you need to do in your business, like if I need to develop a marketing campaign for the cleaning business and I say, well, I'm going to mark that on my calendar, 10 hours, instead of doing the 10 hours, actually limit that time and be like, I'm going to see if I can do it in two hours. Yeah. Right. And so it sounds crazy, but I will most likely still finish the marketing campaign in two hours as opposed to 10 hours because I've limited my time. I've gotten the same result, if not more results with less input. Right. And it's the same thing you're talking about, right? No, you totally. You've yeah. given it to a team member or yourself, anything you got to accomplish, start to do that and actually limit your time. If you think it's going to take 10 hours, give yourself two hours to do it and yeah. make it happen fast. Right. So, so once you've got the mindset, productivity is doing more in the same amount of time. Efficiency is doing more with less resources. The resource could be time it could be cleaning material or chemicals like we're going to use a microfiber that's going to use less chemical because it soaks it up a different way like all Mm. those things would be efficient and then if you look at all that through the lens of parkinson's law Mm -hmm. just start playing around like i know one of the bad ones for me is that payrolls are every other wednesday but i don't have it allocated on the thing so payrolls are all day so (laughs) whenever i'm into it i'm like okay i'll go through and edit the spreadsheet and then something will come up because i'm not focused on it and i'll deal with that and then inevitably what ends up happening is I submit payroll on Thursday and it's late. And so we all still get paid, but I just wasted so much time. So instead, it's just like I should have a calendar item that's payroll is going to take 90 minutes Mm -hmm. on Wednesday morning and just be done with it. Yeah. And another example of that would be just like team meetings or quarterly meetings. Like a lot of times we'll allot a one hour time frame to a meeting when really it probably could be done in 15 minutes. Or an email or not a meeting at all. (laughs) Or not a meeting at all. Right. Exactly. So getting all those things done without having to schedule that meeting, waste a whole hour. But if you have a meeting like that and you say, hey, we're going to do this meeting in 15 minutes well as opposed to an hour now people are probably going to create an agenda you're probably going to be more organized people aren't going to go off on tangents talking about all like wasting time it's going to get done in 15 minutes so now in 15 minutes you've limited yourself but you've gotten way more results way more outputs with being you know less resources basically less time if so, any of you have worked in a corporate environment, you know these meetings that just yeah. take forever because oh, everyone's just going to air their dirty laundry and talk about whatever. My wife works in a hospital system and they have lots of doctors that need to be on meetings and they also have patients they need to see. So one of the doctors she had told me actually created this Google form. So if, if you wrote them and requested a meeting, his assistant would automatically fire back this email that says, hey, I'm really interested about this meeting. I just want to get more information. Can you fill out this form? And so the form was... <laughs> What do you see my role being in here? What materials do I need to prep beforehand? Yada, yada, yada. And at the end of that, 
He says that more than half the time, he just doesn't go to the meeting. Like, he'll just reply to the form and be like, I mean, I mean, I can get that to you right now. Like, I can just yeah. email you the thing that you're asking for. I don't need to be there to present it. It's already in this document. Yeah. So, boom, I just save myself going to this meeting. And <laughs> yeah. so, that's efficiency. Like, yep. it's thinking about it that, do we really need to sit down for an hour and a half and, like, have this all-hands meeting? Yeah. We do all-hands meetings once a month. We're doing them over Zoom right now because of COVID. And those take, like, half an hour. And we are very, we follow a format. We're going to tell you about this stuff. You guys got any questions? Cool. We'll deal with that next time. Or I have that answer for you right now because it's really quick. Yeah. But the idea is not to let it expand to be this beast. Yeah. And another one that just comes to mind is just working with our mentor. He's super into efficiencies and processes and systems and things like that, which is great. But just like you mentioned earlier, Brandon, like a certain tool or piece of equipment could do that same thing, right? Like in the cars, the teams have the less equipment they have, the less stuff they have to haul around. Less things to break, right. uh, the less things to source and order. And yep. yeah, you just try to do it minimalist. Right, minimalist and just like even in the houses or we, we re- refine the processes and the systems down to where they're getting more done, if not the same amount with less time, less tools, like things like that, driving around less different houses and wasting less time, things like that. So there's all these ways you can think about how to apply this to your business. But I think bottom line, start constraining the time that you would want to get yeah. things done and start limiting yourself and getting more done on the other side of it. Yeah. So. so that's your homework is like, look at Productivity versus efficiency all through the lens of Parkinson's law. Like how much time does it realistically need so it doesn't get out of control? Yeah. And just start thinking about in your business where certain tasks, maybe you could be expanding, contracting them, the resources you're giving them, all that. And you know, if you're giving time to them, like really think about that, guys. Your time is so valuable. Your time and attention is the only resource that you have that you can't get back more of. Money, you can always make more of, but really focus on conserving your time and being more efficient as opposed to productive, which I think is totally. where we're moving towards. So. so that's the episode, guys. As always, we're still doing our master classes on Thursdays, so you can get more information about that. That. That's profitcleaners.com slash masterclass. It's a webinar. We're going to give you some free nuggets of info. There's a Q&A session. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. And exciting news as well is we guys, we're starting to branch out. We're on Instagram now. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're just about to launch our YouTube channel. So subscribe over there. Uh, we're going to be posting lots of cool behind the scenes videos in our cleaning business. In addition to the podcast, some of uh, the clips of the episodes. So one more thing is we're also launching some courses here soon. So if you guys haven't come over to Profit Cleaners and just to check out the courses, go to Profit Cleaners dot com slash courses check that out we got the latest course on there which is million dollar local cleaning business marketing toolkit for 10x growth that's our very first course we're hoping to launch more in the future to help you guys out but please like let us know your questions concerns anything we can help with hello at profitcleaners.com and i think that's pretty much it for today's show that's it guys keep it clean keep it clean keep it clean and efficient keep it clean and efficient take care guys bye thanks for joining us today To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.